Let's go! Good morning, afternoon, or indeed evening to all of our lovely, loyal listeners. This is our supercharged podcast, aptly named Switch Island, as myself and my brother from another mother, the wind to my waker, the Majora to my mask, Pete at GQ Preacher, and myself, Dan, at Danny Ward 2707 discuss all of the Nintendo nerdy news, new releases, and our opinions on their new content from the comfort of our own sofa. How you doing, mate? You okay? Yeah, yeah, all good. All good. You, you did good. that very slick. I thought so. Very yeah, slick. First time as well. Yeah, first time. <laughs> first time for the third time, every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, but you well? You okay? You good? Yeah, all good. It's been a while since we've had another sit down, hasn't it? I it think. has. In the meantime, we've been on twitching, we've been streaming, and we've yeah. been, yeah, I think we sat there for about seven and a half hours. Ah, oh, that was brilliant, that. Doing me Splatoon all day. I haven't um, been able to look at Splatoon since. I played it in bed the other night. Oh, did you? It's, it's the first time I played it when I've not been in the room with you. Yeah. It, it doesn't have the same draw, does it? It's still good, but like when you've got someone who you're playing against or with, it does give it a whole new like, lease like, of life. It's like when you're playing tennis with someone, then all of a sudden you're resorting to having to sit there, or not sit there, but play against the wall. Okay. You're just hitting a, a <laughs> tennis ball. Yeah. And you think, my God, what, what, what is this? Why am I doing this with my life? It's mm. pointless. Um, got quite a few things to go through today. It is quite quiet on the Nintendo uh, Nintendo news scale, but well, that's a point we want to talk about later, isn't it? I think it's pretty much one of the uh, one of the main things. Obviously, we, we did mm. have the Indie Direct, didn't we? Recently, I think that's going to be the first point of call that we go through them. Yeah, I mean, what was your general feeling on it? I think it hasn't got a massive buzz around it, has it? From what I gather. I think I was I wasn't especially blown away by it, but I think it was quite quick after the the um, oh, what do they call it Nintendo Direct the, yeah, the, the Direct. Smash Brothers one exactly. Mm. So when you you're releasing something like Smash Brothers, you're getting third party content, and then on top of that, a host of other games, and then you go it's like an indie where we've said it before like I'm quite invested in a lot of the indie games the indie scene. I've liked it ever since the Ar- Xbox Arcade back in the day, and yeah. Um, I've kept quite a lot of tabs on some of these games on the PlayStation. Like I've been quite vocal over some of the ones that I'd like to see come to the Switch. Yeah, I mean, to read Finch, Firewatch, a lot of those type of games. But from my side, I, I'm a little bit disappointed. I don't really know any of these things um, that have been been announced. In fact, what I'll do is I'll try and find it on here. Have you you seen anything that's particularly well, caught your eye? I mean, you, you're normally my go-to guy for indie games. Like, Thanks, mate, it's you, you, that's your jam. Like you, you really like. The indie games and you you play most of them and I'll say oh uh, have you seen have you seen this little quiet number and you'll be like oh yeah yeah I've played that four times like, it was brilliant <laughs> and like that's kind of your thing like before before you know what's happened you've played an indie game and like you'll give it I mean Celeste's a good example of that like you were telling me about Celeste before Celeste was even Celeste and I think like that that's what you really like um, so if if you're scratching your head at a couple of the names. I mean, I, I recognise one. I, I recognise mm. one name, um, and that that's the Banner Saga one. But yeah, the, like, one, two, and three are all coming out, so they're they're okay. Um, Norse mythology, and it it looks like a cartoony Fire Emblem, essentially. That's what it looks like to me. Basically, yeah, I think that's a pretty good way of of summarising it. But mm. again, it's not really. 
I don't know. It's not really grabbed my attention just because mm-hmm. there isn't uh, there isn't something in there that's been hinted at at E3. But you know, but there's a lot of prominent developers, or even you know, again, quite low key developers that go to these places, and a lot of the critics and internet personalities will try them out and will come away with glowing reviews or you know previews of these games, going, "This is great." Wait for this. Celeste was one of those mm-hmm. uh, things, like Night in the Woods, here in the past, um, Oxenfree. You know, these are the type of games that have got people invested early mm. on. Everything on this list, there's a couple on there that are quite cool, but nothing really that's grabbed my attention. I even think the actual direct we had the the week or two before probably had some better indie titles in that. So yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I mean, there's not really the there's no standout kind of like headline game there. I don't think. And um, there's a couple which I, I think look quite good. Banner Saga I, I quite like but there was also Bad North I mean the way yeah. it describes itself is a tower defence strategy roguelike um, where you play as a commander of a small force of troop to defend against invading armies of seafaring Vikings that is right up your street oh isn't it just like, that yeah. is quite literally if let's go right Tombstone I think that would pretty yeah. much what would be on it for you like. the last part of it looks pretty cool um, it's about managing your army and keeping your commanders alive as if they die in battle they're gone for good and like I always like that about Fire Emblem games so that might be something uh, the graphics look really minimalist it, it's quite cutesy looking um, but yeah Banner Saga and Bad North are the two that stand out for me the rest it's much of a muchness I, I, I don't see um, the only one that really stood out was one that I played on the 360 uh, it was called Mark of the Ninja so it's been uh, remastered. It's pretty decent. Side scrolling, um, Mark itself is like an action stealth game. Um, it's a developer, I think it's called Cleo Cly Entertainment. I can never mm. remember which one, but it always mm. stuck into my head. I don't know why. You know where some just sticks down. Yeah. Like, Cly Entertainment. How the hell do you know that, Dan? No idea. Absolutely. Read no it idea. once. <laughs> um, but it was published by Microsoft and it got quite a lot of traction uh, back in like the summer of arcade things that they had. And Did you play it? Yeah, yeah, played it. It was one of the first ones I had on 360. I'd never completed it. It was absolute nails. But mm. again, from my perspective, it was one of those type of games where you could jump in and jump out with mm. little kind of... Uh, there's little ramifications of you know feeling oh god I've wasted an hour there it's like nah you just blasted through a couple of levels and had fun doing it you know it is, it is good so I like the art direction on that one as well it looks really nice like really uh, yeah. basic 8 bit it looks like to me but quite quick yeah um, again other than that Luminous I know a lot of people like that it was on PSV and, uh, PSP and Vita um that seemed to pick up quite a few comments. Yeah, get, <laughs> we're both kind of like singling to each other. It's just not again from here. Uh, it's just, it's not music puzzle game. Just doesn't really. Yeah, it, yeah. I just, it's got me scratching my head a little bit. It's like okay, there's these indie games, and that that's mm. great and all. And I'm not really sure what I was expecting, but I don't know. I just think there could be. I like the 8-bit and I like the 16-bit. I like the rogue light that they're calling them, roguelike, whatever you mm-hmm. want to, you know, there's there's different styles and types and I like the walking sims that are coming, but it's missing things like like PlayStation had Journey. Um, yeah. You know, it had, um, uh, trying to think of the name of the bloody one that was free on PlayStation Plus a couple of, a couple of months ago, it'll come to me in a second, but it had high-caliber indie games where... Indie doesn't mean anymore that you're just a small little studio and you, mm. you're pumping out something that's going to be. I mean, Super Meat Boy, um, Edward Norton, I want to say. I'm probably thinking of Edward Norton, who's the actor, <laughs> but it's, it's Edward, some, Ed, Edward McMillan. Uh, yeah, I've watched a documentary about him. He's an absolute lovely bloke. 
spoke to him, to him a couple of times on Twitter, funnily enough, I say that about <laughs> everyone, but he's just a um, really articulate guy, puts a lot of things on Twitter and says, just ask me anything, AMAs, mm. and just sits there and just responds to them. Good. But he, bring, he brings out awesome games, um, uh, Binding of Isaac, that came out on Switch. Yeah. That's the calibre I'm, I'm expecting, you know, of these guys. If they're going to bring out a good game, like put some heart into it, you know. Or Nintendo, make sure you're securing the right um, mm. independent content to come onto the platform. Not Don't all just, were made equal. Do not just fill it with things like the, the PlayStation PlayStation Store and the Xbox Live Arcade or like that. You know, it's full of immemorable games. Um, yeah. So, yeah, a little bit, little bit disappointed, but... Yeah, I don't really know what else I was expecting from it. Like they said it was an indie direct. You knew it was going to be independent games, mm. like but just nothing really made me that interested. I mean, there's indie games that I'm interested in, but not not really them. And I'd struggle to tell you some from that, that that really excited me. Gone Home, that was the name of the game by the way on the PlayStation I was thinking of before, but mm. Undertale that got announced uh, on the actual direct itself. Mm. which is a, an indie game and that's that's the type of caliber of oxen freeing into the mm, woods okay. and they're the type of games that i'd expect but is that the one that started off black and then there was like the switch yeah. and it was mm. just like the um the skeleton little eight bit skeleton dude I've tell not, me tell me nothing about that game i've not played it but i've heard mm. very very good things again from a narrative point of view it seems mm. to be very very enthralling and people like it um even Steamworld Dig 2, like Steamworld Dig coming out, that's the caliber that I'm expecting. Awesome games. Mm. Like when you think about it from Microsoft's point of view, like Cuphead in theory is an indie game. Like it's not a massive developer that I'm aware of, people might correct me. Yeah. Um, but it's not a massive game. Like when you looked at Minecraft, that's nails that, as well, Cuphead. Again, but the type of game, like again, Celeste was nails, but Terraria, Owl Boy, I know that's come out. Uh, Cave Story, that's come out again. Oh, yeah, where's Terraria? I know, yeah, I'm sure it is. It' not on the Switch now. I know it was on the Wii U. Yeah, Broforce. That's an absolutely amazing game. <laughs> uh, like I said before, Super Meat Boy. There's just so many good games that could come over. Enter the Gungeon. Is that on Switch? That's already on. That's yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah. So it's the caliber of games that I'm kind of expecting to come on there. Um, Spelunky as well. Like it's mm. it's these kind of. They've proven themselves on the yeah, platforms. Yeah, they've stood on their own two feet, haven't yeah, they? Bring them over, like get yeah. them over. Uh, let the well, quite a few of those that you've mentioned are there. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just again, it just seems to be like they hit a home run with a direct, and then you just take the foot off the gas a little bit. And I'm like, mm. nah, keep going for it. Like, keep on bringing these things over. You've got the money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you've got our money. Come on, you got our money. Like, I think we're probably keeping them afloat the best we should be. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, okay, so let's have a little look. Other than that, was there anything that jumped out at you? No. No, those those are the two that stood out from that. I mean, I think what you're you're alluding to is we were expecting them to like really come out the gate swinging, and they did with that yeah. first Nintendo Direct. The the Nindy one was maybe a bit of a sleeper, like not not much happened. I snored a bit, and I feel like we're just at at the, a moment now where there's like a break. That there's like um. I'm not sure if it's, it's calm before the storm. In some I'm not ways. sure if it is the calm before the storm, or okay. if it's if they've just taken their foot off the gaff just a, a bit. I'm not purposefully. I don't know. Everything just seems so calculated from them at the moment, and even the way that the direct kind of fell. You don't just pull Smash Brothers out your your, your bum pocket. 
That was a terrible analogy. <laughs> I don't know why the bum pocket would be it's like... Like Asda Price. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your bum pocket. I have a back at supermarkets. If anyone's like. listening to this from like a different country, they're Googling bum pocket really, really <laughs> avidly. Do not Google bum pocket. Yeah, be careful what you say. Yeah, yeah. Be careful what you wish for too. Um, it's not what you expect. So realistically, when we're saying that E3's coming... Um, are they holding the cards for that? But again, I, I just well, think I think they're too tactful at the moment. This is different Nintendo. Yeah, the, the logic is. So when we were talking before, we were like, "What what should we be playing right now? Like, what's the game that we should be playing?" Mm. And maybe that's Bayonetta. Maybe it is. We should still be playing that. Mm. But if it's not that, like, I mean, Kirby is March sixteenth, and like that's not for me. Yeah, and I don't think it's for you either. And Attack on Titan 2, that came out March 20th. And neither of those two games are, like, outstanding must-play games, I don't think, like, from my opinion. And then you you cast your mind forwards to, like, April, and then it's South Park, which I know that's going to be a good game, but not not really, like, lifting with your big guns. Did did they make space for Labo? (laughs) I think it... Potentially, yeah, but and again, we we were saying before it's balmy, but that's exactly what Nintendo do. It's just like they want to. Somebody's had this great idea about this cardboard box. I basically where they're going to develop it in different ways. I'm going to buy it. I know you are. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to come round when you buy it. We're going to buy it, and I'll probably go and buy one. I'll prime it like we uh, <laughs> we did last time. So we'll send loads of pictures up of uh, the cardboard stuff we're making. Yeah, it's true, but. Uh, Okay, so what I was thinking of when you were saying, like, what should we be playing? It's a really, really good question, and it's quite poignant, but I always find it's important to know what a Nintendo telling me that I should be playing from, like, like Twitter, social media. I'm looking at their Twitter page now. So their cover image is Kirby Star Allies. Of course it is. And then uh, they've retweeted Nintendo versus UK. So a lot of the Splatoon, a lot of the uh, arms mm. competitions that they're coming to that kind of platform now where they're trying to legitimise the eSport narrative yeah. on Switch. So that's what they're trying well, to Splatoon's push. Splatoon's there as far as I'm concerned. Well, I think they've probably seen a massive increase in game. People like you and I picking it back up after mm. the Direct going, there's new content coming here. It's going to be in Smash Brothers. You know they're putting a lot of weight behind yeah. it. There's an expansion coming, like mm. it's massive. So I look a couple of tweets down. Um, another t- uh, tweet: Nintendo UK top fifty Switch games so far. I was voted to by you. Nintendo versus UK again. You versus UK. Uh, screen grab of Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detective Pikachu. Jesus, what? Why, why is that not on Switch? By the way, no, I, I mean I wouldn't buy it. Baffling, absolutely what? baffling. Why not? Every game that you're doing on DS now, just have it on Switch as well. I think that's some of the most interesting news that's come out over the last week, um, which should probably touch on now, but the fact like Wii is starting to shut down its mm. the purchase of points on there. Uh, are they called points or coins? I or think they are. Whatever we, the we, currency is on it. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, but it's starting to slow that down and say mm. it's coming to a stop in uh, the end of this month? Sorry. It might be. I, I don't still have my Wii. I can't remember, but I, I'll try and find it in a second, but once that kind of stops is that then paving the way I know we were saying before the way that they're pumping out these um, retro consoles but is it paving the way for the virtual console I bloody hope so yeah I think that's going to be the next push it has to be it's now available at E3 you imagine that kind of thing well I could imagine them doing something like that I mean there is a bit of a, a dry spell in games isn't there I mean okay they're trying to push that we should be playing Kirby All Star Allies yeah. like whatever but there's clearly like a lot of space 
So I'm, I'm expecting... Like, so E3 is like... It's in June 12th, isn't it? Yes. Again, with E3 coming up, I think there is that potential of them dropping this bombshell. But with it being June, that still leaves two massive months. Of not a lot coming out. I know we've noted... We've, Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Warriors, South Park, uh, Labo. I know we've, we've just discussed that and you're very but much... that's not a system seller, is it? <laughs> I think Nintendo probably thinks it is in some backwards way that they that they occasionally think, you know, and again from their point, having Dark Souls on there as well. They're probably going, this is going to pick up more install base, this is going to prove that we're good with third parties. So they'll give that space to really land. Yeah. Don't be playing nothing else because you're going to be playing Dark Souls. Yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah. They even gave ARMS respect. They didn't leave ARMS out to die. Mm. They're not leaving ARMS out to die. No, they they bring out something, they're committed to seeing it through and I love mm. that about them. You know, that's why, why we like them as a um, as a creator, you know, as producers, it's because they are willing to give these things that you invest your money and your time into time. Yeah, and and they'll make sure that you keep coming back to it. I hope with E three, it's either here, we're launching the virtual console, it's out tomorrow, like, and everyone's like, oh my god, it's, it's virtual console, <laughs> yeah. or like we've said nothing about like, what, what what if they like told you about Pokemon and said it's out before Christmas, or what if they told you about metroid and it's out before christmas then all of a sudden everyone's like oh my god like, like, like people would lose their their minds over that it's um it's the dream isn't it and i know i touched mm. on this idea before but what if they bring out this n64 mini and then they turn around and go by the way everything, every game on there is now backwards compatible on switch you can download it from the e-store it's a good point actually do you think they'll scrap the virtual console aspect and just release it through the store or do you reckon they'll they'll keep it I they mean, like what's the vibe on that on the uh, did they keep it on the uh, the wii u so from the storefront perspective there seems to be very little divide between what was like new content and what was legacy console stuff um at times Particularly on the Wii U, like there was no dividing line really. Like you'd access yeah. the the virtual console stuff. So I remember like Metroid Prime, one, two, and three were like released through the the, the online store for the Wii U. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were. And um, yeah, I, I seem to remember just going through the normal marketplace for that. And I imagine they'll do the same thing here. Mm. Um, maybe just have like a little logo in it because they do the is it Neo Geo or something they yeah, all they, like they, they just have like a little like a tag in the picture for them don't they <laughs> for the first couple of days it was just like Zelda and about five yeah, Neo yeah. Geo games <laughs> yeah yeah ah simple times simple so, times I think they'll do something like that when they launch it but they need to hurry up and launch it I want I want to buy the same games that I've always played again thanks I thought yeah <laughs> I want to do that I want to pay for Mario for the like sixth seventh time, time yeah, yeah. um I think it's a really good point you just kind of like touched on there of they do have that label don't they that kind of overlay on the image on the mm. uh, on the store for the Neo Geo games so maybe that is what they're going to go down the route of yeah. maybe it'll be like Wii U versions or there'll be like a I'm holding out for that little purple GameCube oh, symbol man. top right man imagine you do love that cube don't you that little cube man oh all the best stuff came out in that that, that's for another podcast I'm gonna in my cube I'm literally there's gonna be like a Gamecube podcast where like we just go through all the Gamecube games I tell you why they're great I've got this image of you in your house it's a cube and then when you open your fridge which is a cube there's just like loads of little cubed animals and not animals but cubed food yeah. sushi uh, nice <laughs> it's all rice uh, all rice mm-hmm. dishes what should I have with my food uh, let's have some gravy and an oxo cube <laughs> it's just cubes everything ice cubes 
listening to I'm, I'm out of cubes yeah, like no, Rubik's Cube Rubik's, no, you yeah. can eat them there they're on the thing that's what you sit on just a cube in the shape of a chair yeah you I die. think that, that, we, it's gone the distance that now yeah. that's a very very good joke <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I'll come back to that at some point uh, pre-cubescent anyway okay. um, should we <laughs> briefly go through what's going to come out over the next couple of weeks yeah, have you got? Do you know? Have you got a list there? If I've got a list here, so we go through this. I know we want to kind of go through a couple of predictions that we've kind of been milling around three mm. three. Um, so if I go through the list quite quickly, because I know we want to keep today brief, because yeah. there's not a lot of content out there. So January, February, March. Let's get past March. Let's have a look at April. So first one in April on the fourth. Metropolis looks obscura. Metropolis looks obscure is a unique is a unique game with a film noir atmosphere and dirty dangerous secrets. Gameplay is based on a motion comic with a non-linear plot mix with match three puzzle fights. That has a lot of everything in that. Jack of all trades, master of none, maybe. Uh, quite literally, so it's got a unique game, clearly. Mm. Uh, film noir atmosphere. It's got dirty dangerous secrets in it. The gameplay is based on a motion comic, and then the plot is mixed with match three puzzle fights. I do like games like that as well. I'm just thinking of them. It, it reminds me of Ironclad a bit that. Yeah, because that that was a, a a decent enough narrative. It it worked with like a puzzle combat thing, and that was really engaging. I got loads of fun out of that. It's hilarious that the next day on the fifth of April, so you go from something really obscure literally looks obscure <laughs> really obscure like what the hell is that game to the most clear game in the world super rocket shootout uh, nice. a frantic <laughs> brawler game to play alone or with up to four friends nice I wish I had four friends oh, Jesus, I know. it's bad enough to play those two isn't it <laughs> trying to find the time getting the cat playing uh, or dog we may have dogs nobody knows no. um, Bomb Slinger on the 11th um, a Wild West action game filled with explosive single oh, player action that. and hectic four player deathmatch battles exclamation point looks a little bit like a reskin Bomberman does it? Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Okay. I never played Bomberman Type R wasn't it or something Bomberman Type oh, R oh yeah I mean Bomberman's been jumping about for years mm. hasn't it but that that's essentially it looks like on the surface of it like a reskin Bomberman. I'm sure there's more complexity. I don't mean to rubbish on a game that people are gonna love, but Okay, so next one I'm gonna say with a straight face, Deep Ones. Deep Ones is a retro arcade platformer with multi genre parts inspired by ZX Spectrum and the works of HP Lovecraft. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called again? Uh Deep Ones. And it was uh, by the ones, works of who? Uh, ZX Spectrum and the works of HP Lovecraft. And the name again? Deep ones. Nice. Uh, not not thin sounds ones. Good. Yeah, not it sounds good. Wide ones. Not yeah. slinky ones. Not cubed ones. Not cubed ones. Deep ones. Nice. Thank you. Galgun Wait, two. You didn't look at me when you said that. I'm not looking at you. It's like I can't even. <laughs> It would be the equivalent or the vocal equivalent of watch, like you watching me while I eat a banana and oh, making no. eye contact. Uh, Galgun 2, Japan's most infamous shooter. It's infamous or famous. It's infamous. Isn't infamous, it? yeah. Infamy. Uh, they've all got it, infamy. Japan's most infamous shooter makes its, long, makes its long-awaited Switch debut. Not heard of it, but again, it looks very anime, um, very poppy, as in like the, the colours behind it. Mm. Kind of like the, um, I don't know, Ghibli-esque, I'd say, in some respects. 
It's a quite cutesy art. Though. Yeah, very, very cutesy. Okay, next one. <laughs> it's spring again. An educational game that teaches children about the seasons. I like that. I'll dig that. Yeah. Summit for the kids. Nice. Yeah, yeah why not? And play deep ones first, and they can go into uh, it's spring again. Ginger, beyond the crystal. So, a world destroyed by a crystal explosion. Final Fantasy ripoff. A mysterious threat hanging over its inhabitants. Final Fantasy ripoff. And a goddess who creates a hero. Final Fantasy ripoff. This is Ginger, beyond the crystal. Final Fantasy ripoff. That starts on the 20th. Are you enthused to play that, Pete? I'd I'd give that a look. Okay. You can play that and it's spring again. Uh, 24th of April, South Park, the fractured butthole. Deep ones. From the creators of South Park comes this outrageously offensive superhero adventure that you can play anytime, anywhere for the very first time. Are you buying that? 100%. I, I completely waved on it on the PS4. I was waiting for it to come out cheap. It came out in November or October last year when it was like a flurry of games. So it came out the same week as Assassin's Creed, I want to say, and also Assassin's Creed Origins. And what was the other one? It was Shadow of War. Um, both of which I didn't buy on purpose because I was waiting for the sale on the PlayStation store Mm -hmm. to pick them up. So uh, 100% picking this up. Just a little known fact there then. So that's out in April. So you'll be playing South Park, The Fractured Butthole. Mm -hmm. At the same time as I'm looking like a fractured butthole with my cardboard labo. Oh my word, we will be. It's the 24th of April for your fractured butthole. And it's April the 27th for me looking like a butthole with lab of. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not a fractured one, depends on how uh, <laughs> firm the cardboard is. But are, you, are you genuinely excited for it, just yeah, going off on a no, tangent? I, I think um, the games look fairly well developed on it. I, 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 I'll take a punt. It's Give it a go. fleshed out, and I think that's what you said in previous podcasts. I know. can imagine sitting there, like, just me and the missus folding cardboard. I could see that happening. But what about when it's built? You've got a very clean home anyway, so what are you going to do in respect of where's it going to go? We'll jump off that bridge when we get to it. That cardboard bridge. Yeah. Um, so that's it. And then realistically, the only things that are coming in May that are really pushed at the moment, Little little Nightmares, we'll get all these later, down mm. Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, Hyrule yeah. Warriors, Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and then June, Mario Tennis. Crash Bandicoot in July, Octopath in July, Captain Toad in July on the same day as Octopath. Weird. Mm. WarioWare Gold on the 27th. That's on the 3DS, though. Um, why is that not coming on Switch? There's why so many games. I, I, like, I get that the 3DS is too big to, to, to wind it up now. It's too big. There's too much of an install base. Like Games will sell on it. It's, it must be making money. Yeah. So I think it brings us very, very nicely onto E3. Uh, I know mm. it's in June, so we'll probably touch on E3 a couple of times. It's something we're both legitimately excited to buy about anyway, but the only things that are on the Nintendo page at the moment, the upcoming games that haven't been announced for the year, as in they've not got a date yet. So Akami HD, um, summer of 2018, that's all it says. Uh, Yoshi, just a working title. So that says 2018, very vague. Wolfenstein, New Colossus, number two. Mighty number nine, not a great game. Uh, Fire Emblem, working title again. <sighs> Fire Emblem's not coming out this year. And then the big bad boy, Smash Bros. So that's Did, everything. Does it say Metroid still, though? No. 
Oh. Doesn't say anything about Metroid. Let me have a look at see all games. Will it tell me? I mean, literally uh, all we've had is like the title of it. That that's it. Yeah, um, and then same with Pokemon. It was just a Pokemon game, wasn't it? For it was just a, a literal placard so, that popped up on the screen. Let's say Metroid Pokemon twenty nineteen. Yeah. Fire Emblem twenty nineteen. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't. I don't know Nintendo's track history of pushing things back. I don't know what how they are in that respect. Well, they've always used to give things enough time. Mm-hmm. Like, they, in terms of games releasing with day one patches, they, like Nintendo would not release an unfinished game, as far as I'm concerned. They never seem to mess around with Zelda, do they? They always seem to push that back because they're very much this isn't ready yet. You know, we're mm. not rushing this game out. We don't need to rush this game out. Yeah. Um, Mario, I think, has in the past been pushed back a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Like it seems to be that they do withhold it on purpose but yeah. they're holding the cards at the moment so one of my E3 things is we will see more from Metroid we will see more about Pokemon um, that's why it's relatively ambiguous about what what they're going to do I think already a couple of years ago they'd already announced that it was just literally going to be a Zelda themed um, uh, E3 presentation from them and they just had like the one one space dedicated to Zelda playing it you know kind of getting first impressions of it for a lot of the critics um, the year after that I think it was Mario Odyssey where they kind of showed that off to people you know they kept it very very succinct this is what's coming out you know and then this year by now usually things start to leak or a hint of what might come and as the rhetoric start to build as people are starting to talk about it online um, it's quite interesting to see what people's different opinions are of what they want and also what they think that will actually appear so, what's your instincts? I think E3, they're going to tell us that Smash Brothers is coming out this year. Mm. I think it's going to be the Wii U edition. Just There's a lot of, um, lot of conversation about that, isn't there? Yeah, the, I've completely changed my mind. Cause so, the, the logo is different, isn't it? Yeah, it is. The characters look like as if they're the updated versions. So you've got the actual um, Breath of the Wild link. It doesn't look like it's Odyssey Mario though. Uh, but you've got the two squidlings, or what they're called, inklings, inklings, squidlings, inklings, 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 squid kids, squid kids, inklings. Sorry, <laughs> insulting the guru. Um, so you've got a lot of that in that. Breakdown, and there's quite a lot of videos going along uh, around. Sorry, of um, all the different characters, people trying to piece together who's there and who stood there. It it's not as my feeling is. The Wii U one came out in 2016, did it? Pass. I think it did. Not too. It far was pretty ago. late in in the Wii U kind of release schedule. So, I think 2016 maybe, very early 2016. If I was going to put, if I was going to guess. Mm. Now. They're doing one of those invitational fights, you know, where they invite people to play Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. So they're doing an invitational. Now, to have, like, a working... So if it's, like, a brand-new version of Smash Brothers, there's no way in two years, like, they could have a fully-made version for people to be playing on. I just don't see that happening. So I think because they're inviting people in to play like they must already have the engine work and they must already have the game running because it's the Wii U version and that's that game had more content than any other Smash Brothers game mm. you could update it so 
give it with all the extra content that came with the DLC, but then say, and because it's Switch, like, there's some Switch exclusive characters. Yeah. Because there was, like, 3DS exclusive characters and there were Wii U exclusive characters. Why not have, like, Switch exclusive characters? So no one's going to feel shortchanged because that's got the, the most content out of any Smash Brothers game there's ever been. Hmm. And it's got all the DLC with it, maybe. They'll do the deluxe treatment, but add in Switch exclusive characters as well. Um, I'm going to do justice to his name because I've heard it said that many times. Sakurai. Uh, <laughs> he's re- returning to the helm of the game. He confirmed that. So that kind of adds some weight to your theory, I think, because he said the Wii U version will be his last or the Wii U mm. um, 3DS versions will be his last. So if he's coming back to do something kind of small scale, that would make sense rather than a full-blown new IP. Um, the characters that have been confirmed, again, the only realistic ones, Inkling Girl, Inkling Boy, Mario, Link. Hmm. It's interesting. A lot of people have said as well at the end of the trailer, uh, there was a something like a logo on the bottom or something that might have intimated that it is a new IP or it says independent, new independent property or something and then somebody else said no they put that on every single video mm. of that because it is their independent yeah, property. Yeah. property it doesn't mean it is a new independent property it's just something they've they've made themselves back in the day so it's on there so going for a prediction oof shall we yeah, we've got, we we've, got, we've, got, we've got to find a terrible song, haven't we? This might be the, the earliest E3 prediction there's ever been. It is early, but... I but they, they've left us the space to talk because... Clickbait, innit? Yeah. Oh, no, you've <laughs> got to get that clickbait on, son. <laughs> hey, have you got any more of that uh, clickbait? Hey, guys, uh, you selling any clickbait? Well, <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> um, Do you want to know why the cast of Harry Potter can't get work? Clickbait, <laughs> clickbait, 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 clickbait. <laughs> Um, You'll never guess what she looks like now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got, I've got a song. Are you ready? 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 Yeah, born ready. Let's do this. <laughs> nice. Best yet. What's coming out, Pete? Well, announced in June 12th at E3, they'll say it's Super Smash Brothers Deluxe. Um, and it will be the ported version but with all the bells and whistles and it'll be out like a week after and everyone will lose their minds yeah predictions coming out we're coming out <laughs> That's clickbait. Just got to say Diana Ross is on the podcast. And then, nice. You know she, I mean? she is now. She is now. Forever immortalised <laughs> on the Switch Island podcast. Or is it the other way around? Um, I think it's. I think that's completely legit. I think that's a very, very realistic... Do you think... Do you agree or do you think it'll be its own IP? Its own... I know what I want. It doesn't necessarily mean... It makes complete sense for it to be um, a port. Because, again, it's a Wii U version. Uh, I haven't played any of the Wii U games from my side of things. So it would be fine for you. Mario Kart looked fantastic. Like, again, how, how good do you need Mario to look? Yeah. It can't look any better than that. It can, Gorgeous, but it can't, like. really. It's good enough for what, we have, for what I need and for what I'd be happy with. Um, my first prediction. Oh, go on. So something that hasn't been announced, Ooh. or I certainly believe that will be, uh, will be there. ready for this one? Hit me. You haven't heard this one yet? No. 
Pikmin 4. Uh, that, that's a good choice. I think so. Uh, I think it will secretly be one of the best games announced at E3, or it'll be voted within the top three best best games mm-hmm. at E3. Um, gut feeling, just... It's one it's of the time. yeah. It's one of the IPs that doesn't seem to have been around for a while. Um, that the re- resurrecting everything at the moment, throwing pretty much every iteration mm. or at least um, every single um, I don't know every single console that Nintendo has released. The major IP from that seems to be popping up at some point mm. or getting whispers and rumor. And no, I, th- I think it's it's time. I think Pitman will a Pitman will be here. Oh, that'd be so good as well. I, I I really did like the Pikmin games. There was like the second one where it had like a multiplayer versus thing and you'd have your army of Pikmin versus the other guy's army of Pikmin. That was amazing. Dead competitive and literally sending like units of Pikmin to their deaths. It was really dark, hmm. which no one expects for quite a colourful game. <laughs> <laughs> it was dark. So um, not a prediction from yourself, anything you... Uh... Um, it's not a prediction, but uh, an IP that I am missing... Star Fox, like yeah, let's get Star true. Fox back. Yeah, like I, I know they had a game called Star Fox Zero, and I think that was made made by Namco or Namco. What is it, Namco? <laughs> is that them? Namco. Is that them? Namco. Yeah. 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 So they made it. I think they oh. they were trusted to make it. I think by Nintendo. That worries me. Like Namco gets some things right, um, and another thing. It was okay. To, it was mm. okay. Yeah, it was just okay. But like that that series could do with a bit of love now. Bring it back. Like bring it back. Even if it's like Lie That Wars again, I'll play that again. That's an incredible game. <laughs> but do like the dog fights with online versus. Okay. So I'm I'm just looking at Reddit here. Um, mm what they they think will be announced at E3 um, Pokemon so we'll see more of that yeah but 2019 we'll see actual footage of Metroid so we'll see what the mechanic is in that they'll probably switch it up um, and then they'll show you know a little bit more of how it's going to work what maybe the storyline is going to be I don't know. I don't know too much about it. As long as it's not other M, like we're fine. Okay, that's fine. I'll trust you on that. Yeah. Uh, F-Zero. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. Next Animal Crossing title. Oh, the, the Switch is crying out for Animal Crossing. It's not my bag, but it, it like that's got fan service written all over it, that. Mario Party. Yeah, that, those games are really popular. And by Christmas, they could fire a Mario Party out. I think it's... Um, was the one on the Wii U? There has to have been one on the Wii U. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. That's interesting. It might have been. If there was, I didn't buy it. Like, it's not my bag. For, like, a Nintendo fan, I'm saying Kirby's not my bag. I'm saying Donkey Kong's <laughs> not my bag. I'm saying Mario Party's not my bag. Like, what exactly? Why, why am I here? <laughs> it's right, though, isn't it? It's, um, it, it's hard to kind of side with everything because you realise that Nintendo is quite vast in the way that it goes after... It's got broad appeal. Every broad, yeah. Mm. Every, every single um, edge of nerddom at the moment seems to be getting affected. People have different points of nostalgia for mm. it as well. So yeah. whereas you might have loved the SNES, you might not have loved a couple of iterations after that. You loved the GameCube, but you might not have loved the, the N64. Well, I did. But you loved everything. Now. That's I completely did, yeah. different. So yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be very interesting from E3's perspective. I do, do not know whether or not it's going to blow people away as much as we're hoping. I don't know whether or not there'll be some sort of console... Uh, 
iterative update, whether or not like a mini switch XL or an XL version will come out. We've talked about this before. Like a, a slightly lighter switch for like, you know, younger people. Like it, it depends what they're trying to aim for. If they want to wrap up the 3DS, make make a switch light. To be fair, that's a good prediction. Like, like, the support for the 3DS, how do you think that'll be? Well, if they made it, because they're all cartridges anyway on DS, and they're all cartridges on the Switch, so pull it all, mm. make a, I don't know, make a Switch Lite that plays Switch games and plays DS games, something like that. Like that, that must be like a. Imagine if you could play both. <laughs> I mean, I know there's like the two screen thing, but so many of them. Like just have that feature for the the bottom screen, and it's literally just like a like a menu. I think it's the type of thing. I'm looking at um, Rastira.com. So again, just just a thread, people's different E3 hope, a thread of hopes and dreams, predictions. So <laughs> so Sony, like in fact, no, let's go with Nintendo first, and you can tell me whether or not you think Sony or Microsoft would beat it with their predicted lineups on these so <laughs> nintendo metroid prime 4 gameplay reveal mm. bayonetta 3 gameplay reveal fire emblem mm. gameplay reveal pokemon reveal in pre-e3 pokemon direct okay that makes sense uh animal crossing reveal don't know what that retro's game reveal uh, oh hang on that i was talking to you about retro they're the ones that made tropical freeze and haven't done anything for six so they're years the ones that are quite absent at the do you moment. know if they land with something it's going to be amazing it's like sea of thieves with rare at the moment it's you can see that kind of mm. people are desperate for something from them though. retro studios made metroid prime there we go like they made one of the best games of that generation like it it, it they they're one of the best games developers going and they've done nothing for six years okay so now completely forget that this is a microsoft console and this was up against switch and you could swap out all of that nintendo list for one of these two lists so go through microsoft first so fable 4 announced Uh, are these definites or these rumor mills no no rumor mills just again predictions that some some people come up with um so fable Peter I Molyneux. love those games like Lionhead Studios I think they've they might have run their course a bit like no they've gone Lionhead like yeah. they've been uh, absorbed by Microsoft and there was massive layoffs it's in the UK so if they are making another one it's it's not going to be of the it's same calibre not is it? presumably well I don't know how many staff they've retained or the core group I know Peter Molyneux doesn't work for them anymore so um, okay so Fable 4 announced Forza Horizon 4 announced mm. Halo Battle Royale Halo um the Master Chief Collection update release, Ori and the Blind Forest 2, uh, Crackdown 3, a new single eight, new single player IP, and Cyberpunk reveal. Um, Metro demo, a Ubisoft game, it's very vague, and a new Anthem dem- demo. Um, Anthem's like the response to uh, Destiny, I think. So, Banjo 20th, 20th anniversary collection. Okay, so that's Microsoft. Is there anything there that's making you think, oh, got to have that? I like Fable, but not to the point of being... Without that studio and without... Exactly, yeah. Without that heart to it. It's like saying, oh, yeah, we're going to bring a... It was like Perfect Dark came out on the Xbox, and it it wasn't made by the same people that made Perfect Dark on the N64. Same problem, I'm not going to get too much into it, same problem having at the moment with Nino Cooney on the... um, 
PlayStation 4, so I've been mm-hmm. playing that last couple of days, but the original had loads of heart character. It was you were going through like human world and then coming back into like this, this mm-hmm. fairy tale land. This one's got no charm and it's really, really hard to get into. Um but you tend to find that a little bit, I think, with with developers, if they lose some of the original core stuff. I know this lost the support of Studio Ghibli in some respects, so the lot of narrative was kind of left up uh, to the developer, okay. and they're trying too hard. Um, you can see that. So anyway, pinning that. Um, so on to the Sony. Shadow of the Colossus 2. Bloodborne 2. Devil May Cry 5. Resident Evil 2 Remake. Kingdom Hearts 3 and a release date uh, The Last of Us 2 uh, gameplay big hit is there haven't they Death Stranding gameplay um, and new Queasy Games announced that's the developer that hasn't done anything in a while I'd still say Switch probably takes it there like I think so with with the calibre of games it's got Metroid Bayonetta Fire Emblem Pokemon Animal Crossing Retro and then anything third party you've got an answer indie. to you've got an answer to Devil May Cry there you've got an answer to to, I mean, Last of Us is that, like that's a big game right there. You can't, and these the the cinematic set pieces that you can't get in the way of. Um, mm. It's like Red Dead. Um, these are the type of games where you will have that experience. I think on a you know home console. I'm not mm. saying Switch isn't. I'm saying your first, you know, the first install base was for PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. You've got that in your home already. The Switch is there for something different and or exclusives. Mm. Um, for me, you and me, it's it's different, obviously. But for a lot of people out there, you know, they're buying the Switch because, all oh, right, okay, yeah, I want something new. I, I don't want to buy a, a PC. I'm not a PC gamer, but I like the idea of that. I used mm. to love Mario. Let's mm. buy it. They're sticking with it. They're buying the games that come out. So, yeah, I completely agree with you. I don't think there's anything on there. Last of Us 2, I love Kingdom Hearts. Like, that's my dirty little secret. Um, I think about that. That's a, that's a much beloved game. Oh, it was absolutely incredible. But when you try and go into the lore of it, like I played all the games I still don't understand what the hell is going on <laughs> it's a mate it's a Disney game with Final Fantasy characters in it it doesn't make sense and you go into like Toy Story Land and it's like I don't understand what the hell the narrative why is why am I here yeah yeah pretty much and who's this person you know, he's got red hair what, hold on why has he just killed my best friend <laughs> what's going on in this game who are the darkness what's that What have you got my soul now oh, I'm only half a person what, what happened was I meant to know this um very confusing games but yeah again from my side nothing on the Microsoft table I'm not really invested in any of the driving games of this generation like it's not something I like looking realistic Gran Turismo used to be like the one didn't it even then like it was more invested in driver when it was out on the PlayStation Mm. I liked that I know it wasn't the realism of it but it kind of was in some respects yeah but you end up sitting there driving on it and you're like oh well this is nice but you know where's the banana peels where's the blue shells like it's really missing some kind of or again, Fun. <laughs> when you when brass tacks, when Rockstar started becoming Rockstar of new, um, and they're really putting the money into Grand Theft Auto, mm. and the driving mechanics and that are excellent, yeah, yeah. and you're cruising around a, a populated city, like, sorry, you can't beat that just by going around a racetrack. And again, mm. I'm sorry to anyone that loves racing games, like, completely, again, it's your thing. I get the whole thing of beating and your Kirby time fans. And oh, <laughs> Kirby fans, yeah. Oh, God. And anyone else that we shat on, we're sorry. Like, yeah, it's uh, just opinion. Other opinions are available, like, by all means. Completely. Like, um, not on this podcast, though. But Kirby's no. just getting a ball of bubblegum that I'd scrape off my shoe and throw in the bin. Nice. With his little hats and his little beards. Well, no, that's what we should be playing. Yeah, his little... <gasps> 
noises that he does. Oh, it's dark. Okay. It's yeah. dark. Like. I, I presume when he steals their powers, he, they're dead, like those things. That... Used to petrify me. There was a character on um, the old Power Rangers, the original Power Rangers, like live action TV show. Mm. And it was a giant frogman. And he'd eat the Power Rangers one by one. Oh, and wow. then the, the little image of them would appear on his belly. And God, I was like, terrifying. that is Kirby. Yeah, no, I agreed. Fact. Pretty much, he just, yeah, wears your hat for you. Nice. Imagine him like eating you and then going into your home wearing your clothes. Well, that's essentially what he's doing. Isn't I think it? my my yeah. missus would be relatively happy with that, but um, <laughs> Kirby would probably do the dishes. Yeah, granted, he'd eat them all and then become them, yeah. <laughs> but but he'd still do them. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with the list. I don't think there's anything on there that I would not play. Uh, again, even Animal Crossing, I'm willing to dive into it. I'm probably going to pick up. Um, I never said I'd pick it up. The blooming farming sim which one's that on the switch at the moment like the main oh stardew. stardew valley's amazing you need to jump in on that because we've been talking about it oh, over so a couple good. of years over the weekend and i was yeah. like oh, you know what i do miss it like, i need to try and get back into it again it's just a ton of fun it's just been it annoys me now that it's been through a couple of sales and i could have picked it up for like eight quid but still well the multiplayer's coming on it soon so yeah it's definitely going to be worth it i think it launches on switch first the multiplayer element well, I might be buying my mum and dad's Switch off them. Oh. I know, and then uh, giving it to the missus, because you know, from her side of things, like... I didn't know uh, your mum and dad had a Switch. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. Mm. I got that in the... Uh, in the my mum is a massive Mario nerd. So, Fair play, so. But the OG version, so when she knew that mm-hmm. was on there, because um, they, they were still playing the Wii up until about a year ago. <laughs> didn't know about the Wii U. Didn't have a clue, and then I told them, obviously, about Switch. They played it one night, and they were completely hooked. And they're like, we're buying one. Put on okay. Instagram. Yeah, six-year-old playing blooming Mario Kart, and they were just in their element. Absolutely. Because it is. It's that broad appeal. It's just fun. Cool. So, um, what are you playing, by the way, just before we, we wrap it up? Oh, I'm not sure I can say. You, you, right, okay, we've been building up to this, like, drop Pete off before, and we've been... Uh, Driving through town, he was like, oh, I don't know if I want to say, Dan, I'm really embarrassed, but come on, man, spit out. So, it's Warcraft. Warcraft? It's Warcraft. You've been, you've been, you've gone back in? Yeah. Oh. Is that why you've got that glazed look in your eye? Are I, you, haven't, are I, haven't, you, I haven't slept for days. Are you on a Nintendo podcast thinking about Warcraft? Maybe. Right, so just just to brief you, so from from Pete's side of things, like we weren't friends for three years because he didn't come out of his house when he was playing Warcraft. I, I went down the rabbit hole. In a big, there big wasn't way. a rabbit hole. That was the <laughs> darkest dungeon. You were like treading through there, trying to keep through yourself the dungeons alive. of Kazmodan. <laughs> oh God, it's yeah. starting. Leroy, Leroy. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I've been uh, I've dipped my toe in. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. I know quite a few people, and again people within our work that um super hyper professional and then by day they're just like no it's great uh, comfort food um it's the same as putting an episode of friends onto them i got into it because somebody said you should give it a go and i was like i haven't played it in years mm. like i'm not gonna start now what's and the said, vibe been then well it's okay it's not the same it's, it's very different and i don't think i'll stick at it um but I've enjoyed... It's been really nostalgic because I was playing it back in uni. Like, that, that's when I was playing it. And... Just a pleasant reminder, we're 30. So yeah. <laughs> anyone listening to this, that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's, it's a 10-year-old game right there. to drink as well. It's probably older than 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it is. Like, that just means 
it, it's so smooth. There's there's no lag. There's no glitches. Like this is the most clean, refined, deep game you can play. Like it's been growing for like over ten years, and it's still vibrant. So just like. correct me if I'm wrong. League of Legends, that's Blizzard. Is it? Oh no, no, that's uh, Activision. Who's that? No, League of Legends is by Riot, I think, and Riot. that's like an that's like a MOBA, which is yeah. like Overwatch, Blizzard. Yeah, Hearthstone is obviously the succession of Blizzards and Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm is yes, their the version one. of a MOBA. Okay, so what I was going to touch on there is we were in Horizon before. If yeah. anyone doesn't know what Horizon is or where it is, it's a uh, internet cafe. I think that's not doing it justice. It's, oh, a, it's, it's like a cafe. gaming place. It's yeah, just... it's just it's old wing back chairs. Oh, like, you can't buy booze in there, which believe me is a good thing for some. You some buy places. noodles. You can it's buy noodles. You can buy coffee, and you can buy uh, cans with Pokemon <laughs> on them. Which you can. Look incredible. <laughs> I don't know why I bought one, um, but it's uh, you know it's got LAN no not LAN it's, it's just a it's, com- it's all wired up it's all massive like, massive computer section upstairs yeah. but again all wind backs that you can play in two yeah. floors of it um, they've got Overwatch clans there like they've got their own clan uh, yeah. we were watching them before talk about their tactics and oh they were spot on it's like watching a football five, uh, you know 11 a side team come on lads like this is why we're doing the this tactic. is how we do it now you need to go hard then and not now yeah 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 we <laughs> can have brilliant. these boys the rubbish um, but yeah just like analysing their things on the TV and mm. Such a good vibe. We're actually going to record the podcast there. It was just a little bit noisy, so we kind of yeah. reverted back to type. But it's um absolute brilliant place to go and chill. And you're going there for a couple of hours tomorrow. Well, you? yeah, I'm off tomorrow, so I'm going to go for a few hours in there and have a go on Warcraft, have a go on Heroes of the Storm. But it, the only reason I started playing it is we were talking so much about it would be yeah. great to have a, a, an MMO or a MOBA on the Switch. Yeah. Why has that not happened? Um, and it's worth pointing out as well this is where we want to transition a little bit on what we're doing from a content point of view mm, so with the site you mean yeah yeah and it, I, we've been investing a little bit in um, well, looking at how to produce video content mm. and realise at the moment it's great trying to keep on top of news but that's mm. not what we, we kind of set out to do we want to be yeah. a little bit more uh, thoughtful and we want to put a little bit more attention into the things that we're doing so you've started to create quite a few think pieces haven't you of, um, yeah just little videos put together and me chatting about stuff and I think you're doing the same now yeah, and I think yeah. no that's the right way to go it is it is and I think it's probably a good place to leave it so mm. what we're going to try and do over the next couple of weeks is just keep you guys updated on Twitter and mm. um, we're going to be on Twitch a little bit more like streaming a couple of games you'll notice like I've been playing a couple of PlayStation games on there and uh, we played Splatoon like we're going to try and meet up again in the next couple of weeks and do that you Absolutely. know get a couple more hours in there try and get me leveled up to an adequate level so I don't feel like a noob yeah um, <laughs> although I'm getting there I'm getting hey, there I just need to find that there. gun as soon as I find that gun I'll be fine um, but yeah other than that Think yeah. we're pretty good. No, that's that's a lot. I think. I mean, one thing I would say: we're updating the site over the next couple of weeks. Have a look in. If anyone's having a see any spelling errors, that's me. So, uh, <laughs> give us a shout out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then any again, any feedback from anyone listening, mm. like we'd really appreciate it. You know, if you're out there, say hello, send us a question. There's a form on the website. Goes bang into our email inbox, pops up on a phone, makes us both smile. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Rich. Like continuing my man. Versions, our man. <laughs> uh, then on top of that, like we've started linking with a couple of different podcasts around the. Around That's the been world. a nice part of this, hasn't it? That's been nice. It's like, been something unexpected, yeah. and it's just a byproduct of doing this thing that we both enjoy joy so um mm. i'd say goodbye goodbye to everyone out there so it's goodbye from me at danny ward 2707 i'm on twitter obviously 
otherwise I wouldn't have said that Pete what's your handle at GQ Preacher so you'll find us pretty prominent on there give us an at give us a like give us a sub whatever you can do really really appreciate it and good night thanks bye let's go